0: we just wanted to give a quick disclaimer we're non-black plc so we just wanted to share some information and resources as allies to the movement so we can educate the south asian community we're no way trying to overstep our boundaries or speak on behalf of black people so let us know if there's anything we misinterpreted or if can do a better job explaining thank you also quick trigger warning we do talk about death and police brutality we don't go into too much detail but the words and the examples are there so please be cautious and tune out if you're not comfortable with that
1: thank you for your support though hey guys welcome back to the struggling optimist podcast this is part three of the blm series um, I hope you enjoy and please let us know if we've said anything offensive or out of line and we love your feedback. Okay, so Terry Cruz, Yeah. Cancel culture.
0: We actually, we, not that we had a disagreement, but we talked about this earlier
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so like
0: i, I don't know i where- have the, <laughs> i have the tweets available so i'll say the original tweet and then what we can tweet? go from there <laughs> so terry cruz originally tweeted a day ago and he said defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy equality is the truth like it or not we're all in this together
1: wait i want to hear Isra's thing on this israel what is your thoughts on this tweet
2: Um, I don't agree with him, because, like, white, or sorry, black supremacy, like, you you literally can't have that while white supremacy is still in place. Like, that's, you you just can't create that. Like, how, how is that possible while, how is that possible while white supremacy is still in place? It's still, you know, allowing for systemic racism to occur. It's still like the system has not been dismantled so you you can't claim that like that's exactly just... and
0: beyond that white supremacy implies an institutionalized power towards white people black people aren't even equal yet how are they supposed to go beyond equality into exactly. a monopoly of the system like that doesn't make sense to me
2: like with with black supremacy you're implying that you know black people are above quote-unquote white people which they're not they're not even at the same level
1: Yet. I mean, you can't really claim that they are above when we built a system that white people can only be above in. So, and, mm-hmm. like, black people are, so, like, the bottom tier and all people's right. colors, so, like... I know you were talking
0: about how his wording choice was poor. Very but poor! The fact that he even, yeah, that the might fact have been that, it. Right, but the fact that he even brought in black supremacy, like, there's having poor wording choice, but then there's bringing up a concept that's so radical and not attainable at all, that's, like questionable yeah, like, like
2: where did black this come supremacy from? has never existed and it never like it never has existed in the past and it doesn't exist currently so
1: mm-hmm. i hope to so, try Shava, what are your thoughts um i think he was literally like <laughs> <laughs> I, oh man i can i don't want to be like too controversial but I, i'm not gonna say anything really controversial i think he had a. I would like to assume he had he, he was coming from a good place
2: yeah i i agree with like, you, like <laughs> yeah. he definitely was but like just i think his and...
1: wording this is like lana yeah. del rey like the wording was right. just a very bad like you know what i mean like it was like i understand where lana del rey was coming from i kind of understand where terry cruz is from but like the wording was extremely bad in the sense right. that like I understand that he's trying to say, like, if we never had a system of white, like, if we never had a system that was built for white people, that yeah, maybe black supremacy may have existed. Again, that is a big might i forgot the rest of the tweet but i think what he was essentially trying to say is that you do need white people to tackle white supremacy right like that's what (laughs) i I, yeah yeah that's what i was thinking of that like that's literally what i thought he which is
2: why i don't think he should be canceled like this whole like oh cancel him like i don't believe he should be canceled just because of poor I
0: agree. So like Mm -hmm. on that tweet alone, I don't necessarily like there are problems with it, but I don't know if he has the wrong intention. Mm -hmm. You need white people to dismantle white supremacy and institutionalized racism, because if they're in opposition to you, you won't win. Exactly. But later. But like later on, someone tweeted Tyler James William tweeted, I'm not trying to call you out, Terry Crews. You know, it's all love anyway, but we're rightfully angry right now and fed up with anyone, not with our cause wholeheartedly. I don't want to see that energy pointed your way or diverted from the cause. And then Terry Crews responded, I understand, Tyler. I was not saying black supremacy exists because it doesn't. I'm saying if both black and whites don't continue to work together, bad attitudes and resentment can create a dangerous self-righteousness. That is all. Okay, my you. issue, My issue with this and with the previous tweet is that it's almost like he's implying that black people are the ones who are excluding white people, that we're somehow saying they don't deserve to join this movement but it's entirely on the white people whether they choose to support this or not. It is not black people's responsibility. We're not; they're not here to educate people to sway people. They're here to fight for their life. Right? Pe- white people have to be the ones to educate themselves and join. So the way he phrases it almost makes me feel like he's putting the blame on black people.
2: Wait, like on the second tweet, think he
0: right? Was was he? I mean, it's just the way he's saying it. He's like, if I mean, white people this... join the yeah. cause, it causes black supremacy. We need like, bad attitudes and resentment can create dangerous self-righteousness. I mean...
2: Like I said, his intentions are good, but it's just poor wording. I mean, the second tweet did offer a little bit more explanation. But, yeah, it could be like that, but that that still is very, like, almost a potential reach. Yeah. Like,
1: reaching, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because when he's talking about potential righteousness, like, that is basically how white supremacy was born, right? Because it is certainly self-righteousness that like why they believe that they're better because they had specific notions to thinking that they were better i think i don't know what he's trying to say but i don't know if he's saying that white people like black people are excluding white people i think in the sense that if you want to fight for equality equality has to be fought from all different angles from all different people so Mm -hmm. i agree with that like in that sense like I think I personally think that's what I would have taken out of the statement I don't think it's good to go and cancel a black man when there's Black Lives Matter Uh, I think that's problematic as a whole so I don't think you should go and cancel
0: like I think you should be more critical of of celebrities but I don't think you should cancel anyone like we're we're past that this isn't the time for cancel culture there's bigger things happening
1: Yeah, and like
0: I've seen in his tweet people are calling him Um, people are calling him a coon, or they're calling him Uncle Tom's, and it's just, there's, like, this weird sense of gatekeepers of blackness, and, like, as much as you're upset at what he says, there's a way to handle this without throwing this at him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you, like, it's a difference if black people are going at Terry and being like, yo, like, yo, this is wrong. But it's a difference when other non-black POC or, like, non-black or white people are going at him and being like, yo, like, this is what I'm like, you shouldn't be like, you have no right to sit there and tell him how he feels when he every day faces oppression. You know what I mean? Like, he's not in denial of the oppression, because like, he even talks about it in the Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode where he was scripted because he was, he was pulled over because he's black. Like, they had a huge segment right. on that alone. So he's very well aware of like, his prejudice in his community. So I feel like there's, There's an issue on that. Like, there's a difference between critically thinking of someone and then cancelling. Because you can't cancel somebody that faces this oppression on the daily. You have no right. Like, I don't feel like you do, you know? Mm -hmm. In that sense. Like, obviously his wording sucks beyond anything. But, I don't know. I feel like... I hope he's coming from good intentions. I I, I don't know.
0: He's very, like... He's a very strong activist for many other causes, so I feel like he is coming from good intentions, or at the very least, I know he's capable of learning and Mm -hmm. growing as a person. Yeah. So I can't... Like, it is what it is. I know he's going to grow as a person and make different choices and better choices, hopefully. Oh my god, talking
1: about growing as a person. Sorry. Logan Paul, guys. How do y'all feel about that? The
0: Paul brothers are insane one is a mess and the other is like growing as a person and i just don't know what's happening is all what are your thoughts my guy i
2: mean i don't know what to believe at this point <laughs> like i want to give him the benefit of the doubt but at the same time i don't know you know so many past events <laughs> of his almost like like every time i'm like okay yes he did speak about it and like you know he was very good on it but then i just keep remembering like so many incidents in the past but i mean like you know i will give him the benefit of the doubt yeah Maybe, maybe he is actually maybe he is actually like you know growing and learning and whatnot but yeah it is very like you know iffy
1: Yeah, I feel Mm -hmm. like here's the thing. Like, I I definitely think, like, he did so much more than many other celebs. And it's more, right now, it's more on, like, what will he do in the future? And, like, based on his future actions, that will be, like, you know, that will give us a ground to see, like, the authenticity of, like, what he's really doing. But, like, I would definitely say, like, he's definitely grown as a person. I've never, I didn't see a lot of people before Using their platform the way that he did, and like he very well acknowledged his privilege, saying like, "I am the reason why I get away with all this crazy crap is because I'm white. Like on my videos and stuff, it's all because I'm really white." So, and I think that was like a big, that was a big thing on it. Like
2: he's definitely you're you're definitely right. Like he has done so much more with his platform in comparison to other celebrities. You know, like Kendall Jenner, which is yes. a whole <laughs> Let's talk. He's about done
1: Kendall. more than his own brother,
0: which is insane.
1: yeah Yeah. let's talk
2: about Kendall jenner guys oh my god so there was a fake uh like a photoshopped photo going around on twitter where she was essentially standing up with like the black lives matter poster and then she responds to that and she's like this is fake uh someone made it whatever okay that's like great Mm -hmm. and everything but you have literally said nothing regarding like and like any type of advocation. And you know what, you know how we previously spoke about, it's not that you necessarily have to use social media as the the platform to educate and, you know, raise Mm -hmm. awareness and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But she does have to mention on such a large platform that she is doing something about it, you know? And for her to only come out just to, you know, be like, oh my God, that wasn't me. Like, I didn't make this. Like, that's the only time she speaks on anything regarding... What's
1: going on? I think that's severely like a bad thing because, like, what does she have? Like a couple million followers? Like, she has quite a
2: bit. Let me just look it up.
1: Yeah, because. That, i mean sis already
0: stopped racism and police brutality once in that per- pepsi commercial might as well do it again you know
1: yeah that's what like really, really mean, help
0: like, the people this
1: time like really needed that form of activism but i think in terms of what she she could have wow done, sorry
2: to interrupt you but she has 131 million followers on instagram
1: wow so she um, literally that's one platform versus yeah. like multiple platforms that she has so like I think like it is like it's almost like a social responsibility to advocate for these things. And it's also an extra social responsibility because like she has nieces and nephews that are also like black, right? Like they're not white passing, they're all pretty much like colored. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're sorry, POC people of color. So like you have a brother-in-law that is a person of color. You literally like your own sister Kylie's kid is black like you have all of these people that are in your life that are affected by racism and like systemic oppression and you just choosing not to voice your concern is concerning yeah like
2: um i don't know about the others but um i've seen like kylie heavily advocate like she's taken it upon herself because at first she was you know doing the normal celebrity thing where it's Mm -hmm. like she posted on her story but that was about it but like she's actually like gone out and spoken up about it right more so than Travis which that's another thing but yeah yeah and so that's why I do feel like it is a responsibility for her to speak up about it because if you're first of all you have people in your family that face that type of you know racism and everything and you have that type of platform so why not speak up of,
1: on it? yeah exactly right. like i feel like even kim like i've seen her stuff and like she's nonstop stop posting about petitions activism and making yeah same children. with kylie yeah, yeah. so like it's... love that for her and i think like with with her like they with the both of them obviously they feel it because they're the mother of of colored children and they they mm-hmm. know their children like you know sitting there they know that their children are never going to have the same opportunities as they would you know if right. like at this given time and i guess like with kim i feel like it's amazing because in the sense that she's also like becoming a human rights lawyer and stuff like that like she's like really stepping up to the plate and really putting herself forward and with kanye as well like whether they do it silently or like doing it vocally they're both using their voices and using their money and just like kylie is which is why it concerns me how like kendall doesn't do that i mean like i'm not i'm like I, again i don't really care about the money that you're putting in but the fact that you should at least voice your concern to your like a hundred and like what 31 million people that volume exactly like that's that's and young
2: people at that like you know these are young people that yeah. are like learning from you so you do have that yeah you know, responsibility I'm,
1: exactly like the two people i've really seen was like Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid. Oh, that whole family? Yeah, the whole family. Like, that, they... We
2: stand them on all levels.
1: We stand them so much. Like, continuous... The amount
2: of, like, resources and knowledge and...
1: Knowledge that they're sharing? It's crazy to me. Every time they learn something, they post about it. And it's just, like, it's it's amazing. Like, how much research they're doing behind the scenes. Like, more so than, like, regular people. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's crazy to me how much... They're really working towards it. Yeah. Uh, you guys know Halsey, right? Yeah. She's been doing the most, like, in terms of, like, advocating. Not to just, like... Like, obviously, this is a social duty. I'm not trying to praise any celebs. Like, you should be doing this. It's, like, I'm not praising anybody that actually does, like, promote the movement and stuff. Like, this is your own duty. Like, this is... You have to do something like this, right? But the fact yeah. is, like, she she's been she got hate because people were like, oh, you don't claim your black side enough, right? And she was like, how can I claim my black side enough if I'm white passing and I have the exactly. privileges as yeah, a exactly. white person? Gonna yeah, and I was like... Sh- like that that's a person that understands her privilege she's like I'm white passing I can never ever claim that I face the same oppression as black people because I can get away with a lot of different things that people can't get away with in my community or my dad can't get away with or like my cousins can't get away with and like her certain family members but she's been out there and she's been exposing like a lot of like the police brutality that's been happening in protests and a lot yeah, she's been things. doing Yeah, she's been doing a lot of work compared to a lot of other celebs, and yes, that probably comes from a place of being affected because she is obviously like she's a child of a person of color in the community. But she acknowledges the fact that she is privileged compared to most people in her community, right? Which is a you big You know who thing. else
0: I love? Like a celebrity that I love right now, Sky Sonia. Jackson. I don't know if you know what she's doing, but this is the actor from Jesse. Sky Jackson is retweeting and posting on her Twitter every like racist person. So like people from like high schools like random racist people. She's mm-hmm. like, Hey guys, oh this, is them. this is their information and people are like tweeting their workplace, tweeting their high schools, like, Hey, did you know that this person is actively racist and using those screenshots? And people are like losing their jobs and like getting expelled oh. or suspended. And i i just make
2: on that, yeah. I've seen.
0: I, Sky Jackson is killing it right now i can't
1: there's been a lot oh, of people that have been wait. killing yeah,
2: it Yeah, i do know who that is oh my mm-hmm.
1: god yeah it just hit me i'm sorry she's so tiny like isn't she like in her teens i forget yeah they're she's like, like nine. really young she- are they young that's i remember her being like what like 10 or something on the show i don't know she's 18 right now oh my god time wow Jeez. okay yeah well good for her I mean, it's crazy. Love that. Love her. There are a lot of people that have been continuously stepping up to the plate. Like, one being. Oh, sorry. Sorry, no, go ahead.
0: Someone who deserves a shout out so much. I love this man with my entire oh my god being. I know can who it do is. no wrong. Elijah Daniels. <laughs> I love this man. Not only is he, like, he's on his Insta story, he's like, oh, God. I love this man so much. On his Twitter, he's, like, retweeting all of these threads and links. He's talking about protests. He's, like, warning people, like, hey, guys, cops are coming this way. Hey, guys, mm-hmm. this is happening. Like, he's just so in the middle of all this activism. I love him so much.
1: Yeah, he's he's really been using his That's money. literally
2: how I feel about the entire Hadid family. <laughs> yeah. Like, activism is another level.
1: Yeah. I, I literally, like, Elijah Daniel's amazing. He's been doing so much but i just literally i cannot with the Hadid family like like bro like yesterday i was reading that's
2: how that's how you use your platform as a celebrity
1: yeah like she Mm -hmm. is educating herself on her privilege and then taking that education and placing it into like posts on her feed like she literally is like she was talking about how she was learning about A CAP the other day, right? And she literally posted about that on her feed and stuff. Like she doesn't care. Like it's very like this is Gigi Hadid, by the way. And like and Bella Hadid who also posts a lot on her story and stuff. Like it's and like these are people who have friends. That are a part of the community. Like, they don't even have family. Like, I'm saying, like, there's people that have actual family that aren't speaking up. So Yeah,
2: one more celebrity I want to give a shout-out to Mm -hmm. is, you know, of course, our favorite Snoop Dogg. (laughs) Um, Everything that he's doing is just... He's obviously doing, like, you know, the actual activism, you know, petitions, donations, Mm -hmm. all of that. But he also is, like, bringing a sort of humor to it because he's been subjected Mm -hmm. to this for so long like he he just brings like an aspect of humor to it and I I actually I like that it brings the community together
1: yeah I I literally love Snoop Dogg's version of of (laughs) activism but do we have any uh do you guys feel like celebrities should be given oh wait Virgil only donating $50 do you guys know that I had to google that I was like who's Virgil Oh my god, the dude of Off-White.
0: Yeah, I googled it. I was like, he only donated $50? I was shook. I was, like, What's why did you even pop?
2: Oh, approximate net worth?
0: I mean, he owns Off-White, which is a major yeah. clothing yeah. brand. Um, yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people should... People care too much on monetary expense, but also why would you put up you only donated $50?
0: I think it's not about, like, people caring too much about monetary expense. It's that he had the, like, the balls to put up that he only donated $50 when he he owns such a massive clothing brand.
2: Yeah, and he could have just said, I donated, like...
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could have literally said, "I donated," because like you can't be held accountable for the amount because people are canceling him because of the amount that he donated.
0: It's almost like a slap in the face. Like he, like I don't know if he knew what he was doing, but it's a slap in the face of the community when you say when you're a major, like you have major network because of your brand, and you're like, "This is all I'm willing to give. This is all I'm willing to support," and obviously, monetary isn't everything but what message are
1: you conveying? I mean, I obviously think he's richer than, like, $50, but I also don't understand how the fashion world works in terms of his brand, because, like, he... I don't know if he technically owns the brand, because, like, he made the, the brand, is, but like, he's, he's a creative designer, right? Like, yeah. he has a... He's not, like, the actual, like
2: no but even yeah. if he's not as rich as we believe like whatever let's just say he was a middle class average person
1: I mean, he could Danny, like you could donate like you have dollars.
2: more than 50 and that's yeah. like fact
1: yeah
0: i've donated more than 50 like i'm poor as hell i've donated more than 50
2: yeah like students are doing more than you
1: yeah that's the thing like i i think definitely like i know like I know celebrities that are like obviously not like A list celebrities, but like you know, around like B list celebrities and musicians that have donated like a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. Like, mm-hmm. I know they aren't what's it called? They're not like mad rich like Travis Scott or something, or they're not mad rich like Drake, but they are pretty, pretty like middle tier when it comes to musicians. So, like, the fact that they're even able to give a thousand, two thousand grand towards the cost, that's still a lot for them. Like, you know what I mean? So, I think right. like in that sense, yeah, like definitely Virgil should have like. Uh, like, I don't know. I feel like you could have donated a little bit more. I don't know what his financial situations are, so I don't know.
0: Like, but... even beyond donating more, like, why did you... Like, why would you publicly say, I donated $50? Like, I just... It's I like, don't get it.
1: Do they have, like, that screenshot system where they screenshot it and then they put it up on their story, right? So, like, I think that's... Yeah,
0: he screenshot it and put it up.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know.
0: That's, I well, guess... Like, beyond that like to post that and not give an explanation not this is just how much I can give at the moment it's just like the confidence to post that and be like that should be enough yeah
1: Yeah. I like even David Dobrik gave like what 10,000 isn't
0: it like 10,000 to multiple
1: though Mm -hmm. so it was like more than that Mm -hmm. sorry I think it's 50,000 or something yeah, ten thousand. David Dobrik went out. and He was like, I just in the love bank. how like he put the screenshot, and then it was like tax return ten thousand too. I was like,
2: <laughs> oh, even like no, but like even the weekend and like Drake, they did you see the posts that they made?
1: Yeah, it, it was a hundred thousand.
2: Did
0: the weekend do half a mil?
2: No, he did a hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, he did a hundred thousand. He did half a mil. Um. Connie was the one that did the most, I think. He's the one that did $2 million towards the families and then set up a college fund.
2: So the next thing is, uh, like, the whole rioting in cops.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, how people are, like, you know, uh, how do you expect for you to be protesting and for cops not to, like, take you down if you're uh rioting so violently and you're looting and all of that.
0: Right. Before we start, I saw a tweet that was hilarious and it was like people get so upset that we're rioting, but like how do you think slavery ended? Do you think the slaves just held hands and sang kumbaya until the slave owners felt guilty? Awesome. And I <laughs> love, <laughs> oh, god. That love that tweet. I love that tweet. I'm, I'm god. gonna bookmark that tweet. <laughs> god, I love that. Oh but, like, god Let's get into it. So before we start, big thing we need to get in front of everyone, propaganda. Mm-hmm. If you see good cops, propaganda. If you see rioting, looting, propaganda. Like, be aware of this. And we're going to get into this now.
2: My opinion on the whole, like, you know, where the news or is basically saying that, like, looting is what's causing these cops to, you know, arrest people, um, tear gas them, all of that. Um, I believe that looting is both good and bad. So the good part about it is that they people have been protesting peacefully. They've been trying to, you know, have conger- conversation. They've been trying to get, you know, the government or police's attention, and they simply do not care. Like that's a fact. We've been there's multiple forms of evidence evidence to back that up, and so I do believe that them doing is almost a requirement right but that being said i feel like large corporations should be targeted and i'm personally not okay with small businesses being especially small black business owned businesses um being taken down and yes there have been um some people that are setting like gofundme pages for like these to um help the uh small black-owned businesses, but that's not necessarily the case, you know, not everything is posted on social media, so you wouldn't necessarily know about it, and one more thing I want to say about the looting is, like, setting p- a place that you set on fire, for example, doesn't have an innocent person in there, a child, did you go inside, Um, like, did you go inside and check, you know what I mean, so you have right. to be very, like, cautious with this whole, like, looting,
0: Right, yeah. so like getting into like um, burning buildings and things like that, I think it's important to note that like a lot of these are stores, and these stores are shut down. There aren't any operating stores during these protests or riots, so everything that's being burned is like void of people. Well, I also think you brought up a really good point for rioting. We tried peaceful protests in twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, uh, when and that didn't work. People were like, "You're going about this the wrong way." We tried when Colin Kaepernick kneeled people are like you're going about this the wrong way there's no right way to protest exactly and it's just at this point we can't get anything done with peaceful protesting we've tried it we've gone through it it hasn't worked
2: also, right? I was, yeah. yeah um the people sorry to interrupt you but so the people that are claiming that you know people that are looting and rioting are like thugs and violent like i don't agree with that because if you're gonna claim that looting and rioting is illegal how is literally taking the life of someone who hadn't resisted had been handcuffed for eight minutes not illegal like you know just like
1: i would like yeah exactly because here's the thing right like when it comes to this is because the reason why we hear about this is because this is called like This is what the Republican Party does essentially when it comes to politics and like news channels. This is how they portray it. It's like they can't go off the evidence that like um, that George Floyd um, was killed um, in a justified manner because they can't because there's a video, right? So they will either go and dig deep into George Floyd and then like have like bad stuff come up about him. Or they will deal with the way that people are protesting and trying to fight for equal rights right now Mm -hmm. and only show the negative aspects of it, which is what a lot of this writing is. It's basically a huge propaganda scheme because that's literally what they want to show, right? And also, Uh for the most part, when I've been watching a lot of videos of, like, these actual store owners, and a lot of them were... A lot of them came out saying, like, like, I understand their frustration because, like, I would get what they're going through because this is something that's so frustrating towards them and a lot of these shops are black owned stores right and they definitely come out and they're like i understand your frustration so i'm not mad but what people don't see behind the scenes is that as much as there is rioting as much as there's looting as much as there's like destruction of property right after these protests are done the same protesters are not leaving they're going and cleaning up these cities they're making Mm -hmm. sure that their cities are okay they're making sure all of this is still well kept So, the news doesn't really show that, and a lot of the media doesn't. So, that's really why we have very jaded versions of what shows up about protests on, like,
2: yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, and I do agree that looting and rioting is necessary in order to basically get your voice at this
1: point, yeah, like you said
2: necessary but that being said you do have to be cautious with it that's the only thing yeah definitely
0: definitely do okay but i will like i would like to bring up that like a lot of this is propaganda and like we have to look at who's starting this who's starting the riots who's like participating in looting a lot of these like acts of violence are instigated by cops to try to set up a story that the media can run with so these are the cops who are breaking down glass windows or storefronts these are cops who are going in as undercover cops and starting all these acts of violence and acts of destruction so that way when protesters catch wind of it if they choose to join most don't the media picks up on it and they're like hey look at these protesters look at these thugs violent people but they're not being instigated by protesters if we look at videos of people who are looting one there's a lot of white people two it's a lot of opportunistic people who aren't joining the protests who are there to loot yeah, a really for good sure. example of that, Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul is such a good example of that he wasn't protesting. He went in an area that wasn't really that close to the protest, but he went, he vlogged his experience, and then he went into a PF Chang's and stole vodka. Like he was opportunistically capitalizing on the situation for views. 100%. As well.
2: yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> the thing, you know, with like rioting and looting, I do feel like it's necessary for people who are actually. T- Taking it seriously, actually advocating, and like, you know, using it as a real form of trying to get their voice heard. But there are always going to be cases where people are just literally going along, like bandwagoning. Right. Like their yeah. are
0: there. literally trying to get people to start breaking things down so that they can paint protesters don't... in a bad light. I don't know if you've seen it, but there is like, like if you've ever noticed that there's like piles of bricks in certain areas. New protests it's the cops, they set those piles of bricks up so that protesters are more likely to pick it up and start throwing it and smashing things like, it was in Toronto too I don't remember what the location was, I think it was near Austin, something. oh I saw
2: that, yeah mm-hmm.
0: right. but it happens a lot in America, they set up piles of bricks as like just, like un- like I can't what the word is, but they're like they're just supposed to be there, like oh, like piles of bricks maybe because there's construction nearby, nope they're bait they're trying to bait protesters
1: also i don't really think it's just the police that's doing it because it's also a lot of the um um a lot of governments uh, undercover that does it because it's essentially to mitigate the protest situation they're trying to get right. rid of like people protesting in general right so like if they perceive it to be as violent as it is like then they um like, more people will be against it, and then more people will stop going out and protesting, which is just a big propaganda scheme at the end of the day. It's not really, like, mm-hmm. like, you can't just, like, I I feel like people don't realize how many political situations that protesting causes, and, like, it's not just the cops. Like, there are many people in the government that are undercover that are painting the picture like it should be, so that people on uh, these news channels, like, pick up the narrative that they want them to pick up because that's literally all that's that's american politics right. right it's all about looting it's about spinning it's about all of that stuff so it's like they love to spin the story all the time so exactly at the end of the day as much as we want to believe the media is unbiased every single media outlet has its own i don't internalized think, bias i don't think anybody believes the media is unbiased dude yes. <laughs> i don't ne- know maybe like younger people too. i've never met a person that believes like really yeah, I know.
2: The only valid news source is literally Twitter.
1: <laughs> also, <laughs> the only unbiased. You,
0: right. If you guys want to look into a lot of the like, police brutality or instances where people are saying, here's what the cops are doing, hashtag Bluefall is highlighting a lot of instances where people who are like, cops aren't being brutal, cops aren't going against the law, cops are being passive in this. Look at hashtag Bluefall.
1: Oh. Bluefall? Yeah, hashtag Bluefall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. i'm pretty sure elijah started this tweet like
0: hashtag but i have no way of verifying that
1: yeah but that's pretty that's good because that really sets I feel like narrative. that's like completely inappropriate to say
2: because people who are claiming that the cops are doing this or that are literally just saying hey yes they're killing people and they're arresting pr- peaceful protesters and they're doing this and that but that's okay like it's okay for them to do that
0: Right. A lot of people are saying that cops are doing this because protesters are acting out. But that's not true. A lot of times cops are the ones who escalate the situation. Like there have been numerous cases where a protest has been very peaceful. It's just people like walking, protesting their rights. There's no violence. There's no aggressiveness. There's no like assault or anything like that. But cops are the ones that come in and escalate the situation. We see that time and time again. Oh, i've
2: seen multiple it's not yeah people, it's, whether it's tweets um pit photos videos like right it's all being shown and that's the great thing um
0: i've seen stories of right i've seen stories of like cops who box out the ends of streets so protesters can't leave the area and then once curfew passes they start arresting the protesters yeah, yeah it's like, literally people
2: stuck in traffic being pulled yeah. out of their vehicles and literally arrested yeah even though going to i hide.
1: saw that yeah pe- and people who are not even a part of the protest who are just walking right they're literally not even doing the protest or like they got off of work and they're walking they're being arrested mm-hmm. yeah. so they're innocently just bystanders to the situation right? right like it's just like the end of the day is that like the narrative that people are trying to, again, with propaganda, the narrative that people are trying to create in order to sub like you know die out the protesting and the situation is that these protesters are like mobs they're thugs they're looters they're doing Mm -hmm. all of this it's it's just it's just propaganda to make sure that these like protests die down because again the american government doesn't want to deal with this whatsoever so they will do anything in their power to make sure that it does die down eventually yeah and um so basically
2: on a final note from me since -hmm. uh this is my last portion of this, mm-hmm. but um, I definitely agree with everything you said, Chapa. Um, It really is a way to continue to, you know, warp people's perceptions that yeah. that the government is right, the police are right, we are running legally, quote-unquote, everything we're doing is to protect the people, but yeah. they're not. If anything, they're completely violating several forms of, like, their amendments, so... yeah. Um, that's really the last thing that I have to say, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and also I want to thank you guys for you know bringing me on as a guest, oh, featuring no. me. Thank
1: it you was for amazing. making the time. Good time. Yeah.
0: Just a special shout out to Isra for joining us. Thank you for giving us a new perspective. Uh, we're gonna spend the next ten minutes talking about police taking the knee, rubber bullets, and violence and rioting. Oh, my God. It gets on my nerves so bad that I, like, talking about it pisses me off. But it's when cops take a knee. Mm, Yeah. I am so tired of people posting videos and pics and the media showcasing cops taking a knee, saying how they're with the movement, that there's solidarity with the movement, that they're here to support us, that they're good cops. Not everyone is a bad cop. Like, I'm just god i hate this type of propaganda so much
1: it, it is because it's not like we talked about this before it's not very effective like it doesn't do anything it just means that you stand with us <laughs> but like standing with us doesn't mean taking the knee. It means uh, admitting that your system is corrupt admitting that you have right. to fix the problems in your system admitting that you have to move forward so like this whole concept of taking a knee is really just a huge propaganda like you know, right situation but beyond that When you take a
0: knee, you're saying, we support the movement, we know you're being unfairly assaulted, oppressed, victimized, and, like, the victims of actual charges. But here's the thing, the same cops who take a knee, once the video's done, once they've gotten that part they needed to, like, propagate the narrative that cops are good, they'll get up, they'll tear gas people, they'll shoot at people, and they'll attack.
1: Yeah. It's complete propaganda, Mm -hmm. it's complete media play. Which is why- like, a lot of protesters now have even been uh, warded off saying, like, if they're taking the knee, move away. Like, move away exactly. from them.
0: So. Have you, you've seen the video of the 75-year-old man who is pushed and he falls and he, like, cracks his head open and starts bleeding on the ground, right?
1: Oh my god, that was, yeah, it was really heartbreaking. So, fun fact,
0: you, you see a video of one of the cops walking by. If you look at his face and you look at his name, that same cop was kneeling moments before in solidarity with the movement. Oh, wow. But this is the same cop who saw a man bleeding on the ground because he was shoved by another officer walking by.
1: Yeah.
0: Not doing anything, not saying anything, walking by, doesn't even look at the body.
1: Wow. My issue
0: with this, beyond the fact that this is pure assault, aggravation, and illegal, is that if you supported the movement, if you supported the people and... Like, if you supported them, you would quit your job. You'd quit your job, join the side of a protest, certain mm-hmm. activists that way the only cops left are the corrupt ones the bad ones the ones you have to go against yeah you can't claim to be a good cop if you're supporting the people and supporting the system that's assaulting killing and ruining their the people's lives
1: no i agree it's just like um i don't think that there is like a like, it's not a good notion to have because, like, right. it's it's pointless. It's literally so pointless. Like, I don't get why it's a thing. <laughs> like, like, it gets me heated, but you can't be
0: a good cop if you're standing in a line of cops throwing tear gas at protesters. You can't be a good cop if you see an old man fall and crack his head open and you walk past. Yeah, it's you just you can't be on the you can't be a good cop if you're on the side of the oppressor. And I stand by that. Mhm.
1: I just don't think like you're really performing your duty. Like you're you're letting a man. Not only did he do that, but he I think he pushed him down and then there's a person that was going to help him and like another cop and then he pushed the other cop away too. So like that mm-hmm. just proves that you're just like, come on, buddy. It's just a vile thing. And you were talking about immunity and you were talking about how cops can get away with almost anything. Mm-hmm. That almost
0: happened with the 75 year old man. If there was no video, nothing would be broadcasted. Even when there was a video, I remember there was a statement released that he was tripped.
1: Yeah. That, that he was...
0: fell by accident. Yeah, that's not what happened at all. We all saw the video.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's American media spinning. Like, they love to see work. It's unfortunate, but they love spinning the narrative, unfortunately. That's literally how they work. But another
0: thing that I'm so tired of people like spinning the narrative of is rubber bullets like I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of rubber bullets but they're not tiny they're not small they're not like new they're not like things that would really hurt you they're huge they're massive and they're mostly made of metal like studies of rubber bullets like I I included a picture but like they're they're bigger than regular bullets they're mostly made of metal they kill 3% of the time and they disable people 15% of the time The way you're supposed to use a rubber bullet, you shoot it at the ground, it bounces and and hits someone's leg. Yeah, because... But they're shooting it directly at people and not just at their bodies, at their faces, at their heads.
1: Yeah, so that's another issue. Again, this comes to, like, proper policing and like actually understanding how to use the equipment that you're given which i think clearly some people are not educated when it comes like the clops on the thing you're actually not supposed to fire rubber bullets at that because it's like general physics the velocity of that bullet is high the only difference between making it a regular bullet and this is that it doesn't penetrate through your skin right Right. it injures you but it doesn't penetrate through your skin so the force of the bullet is so that's that's what i'm saying it's the same velocity as a regular bullet the only thing is that one is not penetrating through you right so like if you're Mm -hmm. given that amount and like the uh, how big it is it's really big right so like the point that's why they tell you to shoot it at the ground and then when you shoot it at the ground it will project out like to yeah at your target That they're not doing that because if the direct force is at the ground, then it's losing its energy, right? And then it's going up. But they're not doing that, and then you're not supposed to actually hit people in the face. It's actually supposed to be your lower body. Exactly. Yes, but the thing is, they're directly shooting at people. Speaking on your thing about
0: force and velocity, when you shoot at someone's leg, I saw a video of someone's leg torn open because of the bullet. Yeah, there was like a gaping hole, and the tissue was like messed up around it. I'm just. Like, I can't.
1: I would say Cause... protesters have to use, have to acknowledge it like it's an actual bullet because that's how they're right. using it. It's not, it's it's not something that you could just think of as a rubber bullet because it's, the, the way that they're using it doesn't allow it to just be a rubber bullet because mm-hmm. of that. So, yeah. Like, there's Speaking been a of lot that, of surgeries on that, though. Um, you mentioned
0: a lack of, like, policing, a lack of proper implementation of regulation. Fun fact: During the protest, at one point, New York was um, graduating police officers early, so they didn't even complete the program, but they were putting ge- yeah, into the that. streets. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the system is already so broken that they're not getting adequate enough training, but you're willing to release them early. So it's more
1: corrupt. Mm-hmm. And just, they're going into a system that's already corrupted with corrupted police individuals so they're that are going to be their superiors so it's just the whole system and cycle of being corrupted right um speaking on rubber bullets though i've uh, i i know there's been a lot of doctors and healthcare professions uh that are actually um and um sorry plastic surgeons that have been actually voicing out and saying, like, hey, contact me, like, I'll help you guys out, and they've been doing healthcare for free, yeah, and, like, facial reconstruction, because these bullets are really impacting, some people are losing their eyes, right, Mm -hmm. they're losing, like, several, like, important structures on their bones, like, sorry, facial structures, so... They are, a lot of doctors are saying, we're giving healthcare for free uh, because of the process. Uh Please contact us and a lot of people, a lot of celebrities are actually going out and funding a bunch of people that were actually hit by rubber bullets. I, I hate to say this, but I always bring up Kim Kardashian, but she actually funded a, cu- a couple of people um, that actually got um shot on the eye. And she was like, I can't believe they're doing this. And so she funded a lot of people's like healthcare bills and stuff and uh to get themselves because like they're literally putting themselves on the line with their eyesight people are literally losing their eyesight right because of this like situation so i don't know again it goes back to they're not being they are not i saw a tweet that
0: shook me i saw a tweet that shook me to my core and it was the Government would rather arrest thousands of people and kill hundreds than arrest four people,
1: yeah, the government would also uh wait what was it kill a person in nine minutes and take nine days to fully give them arrest and pressing charges so like, <laughs> nine just, days of protesting oh is what it took for George Floyd to right in terms of everything we wanted to really address we have addressed in this episode. Um, But, yeah, I hope, like, if you guys have any more concerns or any more, like, questions or anything you would like us to expand on, like, message us. Because I feel like, like, this is always going to be an ongoing issue. And, like, we personally don't mind doing more episodes on this (laughs) and educating people. Like, again, we're non-black people of color, but I feel like there's a lot in our community that we can do uh, for other South Asians and Asians um, that we can advise on when it comes to like microaggression and where we can move forward as a community so that we could help the black community as a whole. So let us know, I guess.
0: And final reminder, we're going to be including a link tree for our resources, mm-hmm. petitions, all of that. So be sure to check it out and give your support as well. Hey guys, it's Rookie. So as you're going through the podcast, you might notice that I say the word we a few times when talking about the experiences of Black people. So I want to sincerely apologize for that. I am South Asian, not Black, so I wasn't ready to use that word at all. Um, I hope that my negligence and poor word choice doesn't take away from the information we try to share in this podcast um thank you for tuning in if you did and also please don't hesitate to, hesitate to contact me or shafa on our instagram struggling optimist so at struggling optimist um if you want to share any input on the podcast or just talk to me personally about my word choice so that was our episode for this week guys thanks for tuning in and we hope to see you again next week Bye. bye